Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do it. Love Talk Radio. Hey, quiet on the set. It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Dubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> <laughs> and now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J Man. Wow. Hola, and welcome to another exciting and patriotic edition of. IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is the J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas. And sitting right next to me, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a man who'd like to be your Yankee Doodle Daddy. Matt Man, bitches. Screw Canadian independence. If Matt Man was the king of the Commonwealth, I'd gladly be his subject. Oh, yeah! Oh, baby. Cheers! Greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matt Man, coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. The red, white, and blue palatial digs in Bagwine, Ohio. How the hell are you, J-Man? I'm great, actually. Doing just great today, believe it or not. Wow. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Got uh, the Netherlands versus Mexico. The World Mm -hmm. Cup on the TV here in the studio. Got the air conditioning running. Mm Mm-hmm. You have all the comforts of America, don't you? I do. I've got I've got my uh, my Pepsi, red, yeah. white, and blue can. Very American. They're very very American. How you doing? Ah, uh, not bad. Well, strung out. Busy week at the beer mine. Busy couple of days. Humid, hot. Oh, that's, <sighs> tired. that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Smell a lot of bags of ice. <laughs> Just call me Jack Frost, J-Man. <laughs> I bet I loaded 600 pounds of ice between Friday and Saturday. And the best one, and I think the last one was last night about, oh, I don't know, 8 o'clock. A guy got a case of beer, and then he wanted a small bag of ice. 
So I got uh, I got his beer, I got his ice, and then he pulled out. So I load one bag in, and then he sees the size of it, and he said, he said to me, could I have Uh-oh. another one of those? I'll pay for it. To which I said, <laughs> you certainly will. <laughs> yeah well (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what to make of that that struck me as odd (laughs) I guess he thought for a second he was talking to his drug dealer (laughs) yeah either that well I bought one bag of ice and a case of beer I should get this one free yeah and then it then he realized, no, you're not going to get any free ice. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Ice, what do you do? Ice is just like freedom. It's not free. It's not. Oh. <laughs> so anything happening down there exciting as we crawl up to oh, America's big 238th birthday? Once again, slow week. Slow week. Yeah, yeah I was disappointed. Yep. You went to the people-pleasing place and Walmart, and what happened And Walmart. Then? Nothing. Nothing but heartache. What's up with that? I don't know. I tell you, there was, a, there was potential for an incident <laughs> at Walmart, but, but I, I decided to let it go. As I was over in the uh, pharmacy area... Uh, there was this guy who's on the scooter, and he's there every single time I go to Walmart. I think he's just there all day, every day, riding around talking to people. He's the one that he's the one that rolled up on me one day, and I heard him say, "I know you." Yes, <laughs> I remember anyway, that. <laughs> anyway, he was there, and I was walking by, and he gave me a little wave, and I waved at him. But he was talking to some little old lady, and he said. What they're doing to Dr. Oz is just awful. <laughs> God. And I stopped and I thought, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm just moving on. Uh, you refused to interject yourself, didn't you? <laughs> Wasn't going to jump into the middle of that one, no. Oh, you wanted to. <laughs> thought about it. Thought about it. Could have been fun. Maybe the... Um... Maybe Scooter Man, maybe Walmart on a scooter is his uh, version of the mall where people walk. He he just takes his scooter to Walmart and gets his scooter, scooter size. <laughs> maybe so. Oh. Tell you what, though, you were pretty American yesterday. I will tell you that. Barbecue, pork, coleslaw, potato Ooh. salad. That looked yeah, good, hey, man. Oh, yeah. I got the old uh, uh, pork shoulder from yeah. the people-pleasing place. Put <laughs> it in the uh, in the slow cooker, you know, the crock pot, the big one, six-quart, oval, mm-hmm. red, three settings. Nice. Nice. Crock, American crock pot technology liner. right there. <laughs> Right, damn right. Got the crock pot liner in there, invented in oh, America. I'll pretend I didn't so hear that, but clean. continue. Just making it easy to clean, Matt. That's all it's about, mm-hmm. making it easy to clean. 
uh-huh. and uh, and uh, slow cooked that pork yeah. for about seven, eight hours. Really didn't oh, eat that yeah. long. Put it on warm for the last hour, you know, just oh, let yeah. it sit there. Yeah, put a little uh, little cavenders on top so that, you know, the top actually got a little bit of a kind of a, not not really a sear to it because you can't sear the crock pot, but it's similar, no, no. kind of a crust, no. you know. Yeah. So you can no. have a little burnt end, because I like the little burnt ends in my in my pulled pork barbecue, too. Sure. Who doesn't? Yeah. About, oh, yeah, about halfway through, put a little barbecue sauce on it, you know, brushed it on there so that it would kind of seep in a little. Mm, yeah. So you were making love to that pork for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the old uh, Walmart uh, coleslaw and potato salad on the side. Yeah. On the side. On the side. Yeah, on the side. Maybe we can get that into that a little later where <laughs> some of that stuff should be on the top. No, God, please, no, no, no. <laughs> so that's what I did yesterday. That's the first time I've yeah. done that in the crock pot. It worked out great. I'm pretty pretty happy about it. Yeah, yeah it looked good. <sighs> yep. Yep. You know who? You know who else looks good, J Man? The Founding Fathers and Betsy Ross, who you can see oh, yeah? today on our on our website at iwsradio.com. Hell yes. And a little bites of history that you may not have known about yep. them. Little known facts right little there on nuggets. IWS Radio. Yep. <laughs> and also I never knew good. John Adams was gay, but... Evidently he is. Well, apparently he was, you know. But hey, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no. So, yeah. Y'all can check that out. And by y'all, I mean all the hot guests in the chat room, J-Man. Uh-huh. Got a little crowd forming. Yes. A patriotic-looking crowd. Yeah. Similar to the crowds that formed at Lexington and Concord. Back in the day, uh-huh. on whatever day in that New was, Hampshire. <laughs> in New Hampshire with Michelle Bachman. <laughs> uh-huh. Which, J-Man, why don't we just go to her right now to set things up? Let's do it. What I love about New Hampshire and what we have in common is our extreme love for liberty. You're the state where the shot was heard around the world at Lexington and Concord. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Michelle. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for that little history Lexington lesson. Lexington and Concord, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, right. she was in, also. She was in the vicinity. Yeah, she was in. Yeah, in the neighborhood. You know, globally yeah. speaking. I think you'll close. find later in the show, Jay Man, that Slider Ballscock is closer to it. Not quite right, but closer to it. <laughs> closer. 
<laughs> and also looking very good from her bed in the hammer. Oh, Our good no. friend, Jamie Maple Leaf, is live. As always. Oh, yeah. Another fine yeah, introduction yeah. by the one and only Jamie Mapleleaf. Yeah, you're going to hear from her again here in a little while, too. She's done. I know. I've heard that. Bumper I can't action wait. For yeah, a little bumper action. I'd like to do some bumper action. What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a big birthday coming up on the 4th of July, too, Matt. Really? Who's yeah. that? Good friend that of yours, be, good friend Dave. of mine. <laughs> yeah. That would be the one and only Miss Elusive. Lemonade, lemonade, come and get your lemonade. Lemonade, lemonade, for sale. Lemonade, lemonade, come and get your lemonade. Lemonade, lemonade, for sale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. True true blue patriot, a great American, yep. born on the 4th of July. Born on the 4th of July, and who had a, a bake sale for us. Mm-hmm. It's got the most delicious glazed muffin oh, ever. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. So happy birthday to Miss Alicia. All right. So, there you go. And a little historical fact for you, Matt. Uh, oh, a real one. I can't wait. <laughs> a real one. <laughs> okay. 100 years That's ago. That's a change. 100 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. 100 years ago today, Matt, you know what happened. An event that changed the world. Oh, boy. Archduke, boy. Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated in Sarajevo, even though Maddie Iglesias yesterday in his column at Vox.com said that Ferdinand was killed in Belgrade. A few people had fun with that all day long. <laughs> he did not say that. Yeah, he did. He was making oh fun God. of the New York Times. Cause the New York Times... Uh, published, uh, I guess, uh, uh, kind of a humorous correction, because after Ferdinand was assassinated, the Times actually did an op-ed piece saying that that would be good for peace in, the, in, in Europe rather than, you know, war. And uh, he was making fun of them okay. for getting that wrong. And then he mentioned, oh. say, you know, after Ferdinand was killed in Belgrade. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty funny. It's almost as good as when people, you know, have a uh, Twitter bio where they call themselves a grammar Nazi, yet their grammar is just awful. <laughs> yeah. It's full of horribleness. Horribleness. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's that. Yeah. hundred years ago. Oh. Yep. Ferdinand. I actually watched a documentary on that. 
and the whole assassination involved like seven people, and six of them screwed up. Right. It was a freaking mess, and only one of them yeah. actually almost accidentally got him. <laughs> Purely by accident. He wasn't even supposed to be. Uh, Ferdinand wasn't even supposed to be where he was. And mm-hmm. the motorcade was stopped, and he's sitting there in an open car, and the dude's like, oh, shit, he's hey. still alive. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's he doing here? <laughs> yeah. A comedy of errors. And the punchline uh-huh. was Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, during the... Uh, Team USA versus Germany World Cup match the other day. The the announcer, Ian Dark, as Germany was on the march, he said, Germany advancing menacingly now. And I said, people have been saying that for a hundred years, man. I know. (laughs) That's nothing new. You know, I was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed in that match because, you know, I'm not a big soccer fan, but I paid attention to it because I was off. Schmoop wasn't here. I didn't have anything to do. And and it was America. It was America. And I put a picture up of um, some Panzer tanks rolling through the fields of the lowlands uh-huh. saying that the Germans uh-huh. had, a, had a new plan for the second half. And I got nothing on that, J-Man. Nothing, nothing, I know. Nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, just like when uh, uh, Japan was uh, losing so badly, and I tweeted that they hadn't gotten bombed like that since August of 1945. Well. And it just, you know, nothing. No, that's not insensitive. That's just good-natured soccer baby. That's just mixing sports, comedy, and history, you know? Exactly. Just like prior to the game that started, I, I said Team US, USA should smash down Germany like Dresden in 1945 or something like that. Uh-huh. hmm <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah, well, people don't have a sense of humor anymore when it comes uh-huh. to the World Cup. Yeah, but anyway, congratulations to Team USA for losing to Germany and advancing. Exactly. On to the next round. <laughs> That's not right. How can that be? It's, it's a strategic loss. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Kind of like the draw at Coral Sea in 1942. Right. Well, you know, the War of 1812 could be considered a draw. Oh, my. I but, mentioned you know. that. Yeah. You lose every yeah. battle and you win the war. <laughs> That's right. They didn't lose the Battle of New Orleans, though, which actually came after that. <laughs> exactly. So that does, there's an asterisk next to yeah. that. The, no, no, nobody in, in Colonel Jackson's uh, uh, battalion was was on Twitter, so they didn't get the news. <laughs> and even if they had, they would have fought him anyway under Jackson, no matter who it was. <laughs> yeah. he, he was not going to pass up the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're kicking some British ass, and then we're hitting Bourbon Street. 
Even if they're not British, if they're Natchez or Mexicans, we're going to war, <laughs> God damn it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of New Orleans, shout out to the nine people who were shot on Bourbon Street last night. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, hope you guys are doing all right. Hope you're enjoying your little party weekend in the Big Easy. Or as they call it now, the Big ER. (laughs) All right, then. I guess it's time to get this patriotic party started, Matt. And what better way to get it started, J-Man? Than a little buddy acapella. All rise. The man, the myth, the legend, with the Star Spangled Banner. And now, please rise for the singing of our national anthem, performed tonight by IWS Recording Star and International Singing Sensation, Buddy Acapella. Oh, oh, hey, 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 can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. doesn't make you love America, nothing will. Never knew we could get so much mileage out of that one. (laughs) And that wasn't at Toledo, J-Man. That was was at a Louisville River Bats AAA game. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff right there. I don't don't know why we don't play it every single week, I mean, to be honest with you. I think you would just to hear him. Struggle at the end. No, I just no. I think you ought to just you know. We I think we ought to, it ought to be our our weekly close. We ought to you know just like we back should, in the just, day when when TV stations would go off the air at midnight. 
Exactly. Play the anthem. Yeah, I think yeah. we should we should do that, and then afterwards it should be we should you should just hear a little, and then <laughs> some white noise. That's right. <laughs> anyway, right. good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, okay, wow, I'm feeling all red, white, and blue now. Yeah, and welcome. Got some more people have wandered into the chat room. Oh, crowd more continues to, to swell, just like our pride does in America. And remember, you mm-hmm. folks in the chat room, if you'd like to uh, participate in chat room activities, then you can register at talkradio.com. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your hosts. Well said. Thank you. And if they want to call, and celebrate America with us. They could always call in on the Independence Day hotline at 661-244-9852. You know the uh, Star Spangled Banner is the only song Francis Scott Key ever wrote? Yeah, well, and he kind of copied it, too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, well, I mean, of course, how are you going to follow up a song like that? You're not. <laughs> Hell no. Plus, yeah. plus, Jay, man, the great thing about it is it's so easy to sing. It doesn't have any range in it at all. No, it's a you oh, know, yeah. anyone could sing it. <laughs> Simple little song to sing. I don't know why. Oh sure. I don't know. I don't know how people mess it up so often. Huh? Mm-mm. So you got any big plans for the 4th of July? No, do I ever. I'm going to be working, J-Man. I'm going to be at the beer mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road. Uh Uh-huh. You mean that the beer mine is going to be open on the 4th of July? Well, yeah. Americans want their beer, J-Man, and we got to be there to provide it for them. We're like the armory on the 4th of July this weekend. Uh-huh. We because got the how are you muskets have... and we got the shells and uh, we're ready to go. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to have horribly disfiguring 4th of July fireworks accidents if you don't, <laughs> if you don't have the beer store open? Exactly. As you said, as you said uh, not too long ago, here, hold my beer and watch this. See, you can't <laughs> do that without the beer mind, J-Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. You don't get an uh, opportunity for a Darwin Award without without alcohol. And there are places in this world where... Uh, where where liquor cannot be sold on on holidays. See, that's just wrong. Do you think Samuel Adams would say that? I don't think so. I I have no. No Ben Franklin wouldn't put up with it either. Hell no. And people and places and states you can't have fireworks. John Adams being the Mary that he was, 
He called for fireworks <laughs> and trumpets and horns. But no, not in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to have fireworks in the uh, here in Redneckville. Against the law inside the city. Yeah, same here. Yeah. It, you might be able to between like 9 p.m. and midnight on the 4th. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Some the cops movie? here, the cops <laughs> here in Bagwine are pretty cool. If you're not bothering anyone, you're just having a good time lighting them off, they just let it go. There's always that one neighbor, though. Oh, yeah. There? Trying to make a name <laughs> for himself. There's that one neighbor who's appointed himself protector of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one guy who keeps an eye on everybody. And there's that one cop who's looking for that last one yeah. ticket quota for the month. Yeah. There's that one Barney Fife out there. Yeah. I'm trying to save the children. You could blow an <laughs> eye out with that. Yeah, whatever. It's been <laughs> one of those lamps on the roof goes off, your whole house goes down in flames. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Some people are just, uh, you know, alarmists. Always worried about oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy here in town when I was a kid that his neighbors would shoot off fireworks, and he stood in his, his front yard with his water hose, the little spray thing oh on it. Oh, God. Just in case. <laughs> to protect the family. I'll tell you what. Back when I was at the old... Uh... <coughs> Casa de Rhino, the people across the street and us, between the two of us, we would set off $1,200 worth of fireworks. Uh-huh. People would line up their lawn chairs and just watch us go at it. Well, yeah, because if you're going to do it, you might as well go big, right? Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, though, J-Man, 7 or 8 in the morning the next day, both Bill, that was the guy across the street, and I, we'd be out policing everyone's yards to pick up the refuse. Well, yeah. See? Got to be, uh, gotta be considerate. Good neighbors. It can That's be right. fun. It doesn't have to be illegal. No, no, no. It can be done, you know, responsibly by adults. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But, you know, speaking of being an alarmist and worried, you know, oh boy. always worried about the, the worst that could possibly happen, uh, <laughs> we, have a, we have a new weatherman here at IWS Radio. You're kidding me. No. We had a little uh, situation. Kirk Douglas had to move on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we've uh, we got a new weatherman, and he's a li- he's, let's, let's say he's high energy. And uh that's all we need. He's uh that's what he's, we he's like. here to protect he's really here to uh to warn you about potential uh problems with the weather. 
So let's let's check in with him. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. The alarmist weatherman here for IWS Radio. And, guys, I'm really, really concerned about this week's forecast. This is my first report from the IWS Action Weather Center since taking over for the late, great Kirk Douglas. And, frankly, I'm a little worried that Kirk never really impressed upon you guys just how dangerous weather can be. We must remain ever vigilant in this bitter twilight struggle against our great enemies, hail, tornadoes, and dangerous winds. Okay, all right, on to the er, uh, forecast. First, for Bagwan, Ohio, folks, I'm going to need you guys to be extra observant this week, all right? Pay attention to what's going on. The forecast is a little misleading. It shows a 60% chance of rain today, 50% on Monday, and then only 30% on Tuesday. And this is where you can get complacent. The areas on Tuesday that do see rain could also see some very intense thunderstorms. Please, please take precautions. Starting now, you can never start too soon. If those storms are moving from southwest to the northeast, and I'm betting they will be, then there is potential for something very, very serious. Heavy rains, hail, I don't know, maybe even tornadoes. Okay? After Tuesday, the forecast says, you know, sunny skies, temperatures around 80. Again, you think there's nothing to worry about, but there is. Sunshine and warmth after several days of rain, bugs everywhere. Bees, wasps, yellow jackets, creepy crawly bugs all over the place. You've got to you've got to be prepared. You've got to when you leave the house, take a can of off and raid with you, keep it with you at all times, and don't forget your sunscreen. Okay. Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, the hammer, all right, you know, where everybody's all, you know, go along and get along types. Seems like a great idea, right? Wrong. Mother Nature does not go along or get along with anyone. The same threats exist there as do in Bagwine. Tuesday could be a very ominous day. 40% chance of storms. We're not just talking storms, we're talking big storms, dangerous storms. Look, okay, look, I'll just lay it out there for you. If you don't have anywhere to go on Tuesday, don't, don't. Just stay in, okay? It's not worth the risk. Don't take chances, folks. For Redneckville, Arkansas, guys, listen, in the South, you are never, ever really safe from the threat of bad weather. I think you know that. You just don't always want to deal with it, but you've got to. If Even if you have clear blue skies, you think you don't have to deal with, with, with bad weather, but there's heat stroke. could happen at any minute. You know, you could overdo it, exhort a little too much energy during the summer, and boom, face first down on the pavement. It happens all the time. If that blazing hot sun, sun doesn't give you a, a second-degree burns, the humidity will wear you out. It's exhausting just thinking about it, and, and frankly, frightening. I'm really begging you. Don't overdo it. Don't take chances. Temperatures in the upper 80s, mostly clear skies. Again, pop-up storms. Seriously, you cannot take those pop-up storms too lightly. Flash flooding could happen at any time. There goes your car right down the creek. 
again, we see it all the time. Look, I know, I know what you're doing. You're, you're scoffing at me. You can scoff at my warnings all you want. Fine, I, I, I get it. I get it. Life is full of risks. You want to live life to the fullest. I'm the same way. But that doesn't mean you just ignore the threats that exist out there. It doesn't mean you just up and leave the house without making sure that it's okay, that there's no threat, that the all-clear has been given, right? I've, ju I've just been to too many unnecessary funerals for one lifetime already, okay? That's all I, that's all I want to say to you. That's all I'm, I'm going to leave you with right there, okay? In the IWS Radio Weather Action Center, this has been the alarmist weatherman keeping a nervous eye to the sky for you. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Alright. Let's all be careful out there. I was going to enjoy my 4th. I was going to enjoy my 4th of July, but I guess I won't now. I know. I, I, I also, Matt, I, you know, I know you haven't met him yet, so when you do, um, don't uh, sneak up on him. He's a little behind him. He's a little jumpy. So no loud jumpy? noises. Or no loud noises or anything, okay? I, I think he had a bad experience in Nam or something. Okay. <laughs> was it because of napalm or uh, a lightning strike? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you know. Also, don't play uh, Ride of the Valkyries either. I, that really gets him okay. shaking. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, let's let's be careful out there, folks. Wear the sunscreen, yeah. sunglasses, wear a hat, protect yourself at all times. At all times. Yep. Watch out for those pop-up storms. All right. All right. So what's your favorite thing about America, Matt? Just no one bugging me. I don't have to worry. It really is a mm -hmm. nice thing. I don't have to worry about the government bugging me. Oh, sure, you got your IRS or whatever, but no one bugs you. You don't have to look over your back all the time. The only thing, you don't have to look over your back all the time other than looking over your back for other Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Not really the government so much. It's other right? Americans. See? Right. You, can go, you can go to the mall. You know, you yeah. can just decide at the last second, just on a whim, I'm going to go to the mall. You don't have to check yeah. in with anyone. You don't have to get permission. You just have to make sure there's nobody with an AR-15 walking uh -huh. down the mall firing away at you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can write whatever I want, say whatever I want. The only derision I get is from other other Americans, not the government. Right. That's kind of nice. Exactly. It is. Actually, it is the greatest thing. About, well, one of the greatest things about this country. Yeah. 
But yeah, the fact that you can, you know, protest the government without yeah. being thrown in a FEMA re-education camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, guns and muscle cars. <laughs> well, yeah. There's a couple of pretty great things about America. Mustang, a Camaro. I love the Mustang. Always been a big yeah. Mustang fan. <laughs> you know, that. it just, you know, foreign How cars just don't make that. You go, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Muscle cars or, or foreign cars just don't make that same, that same sound. Yeah. They don't have that that growl that uh, no, American muscle cars do. They have a kind of a high-pitched It's more of vine. a nuanced, nuanced growl. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. wow. Most, most, foreign, uh, most foreign cars nag at you. <laughs> yeah. They have a little whine to them. <laughs> yeah. And they don't shave the hair under their... Wheel wells. I hate that. <laughs> uh huh. And they make it complicated uh-huh. to get to your to change your turn signals. Yeah. Little foreign engineers. You know, American car. It's usually just right there in front of you. Easy to do. Yeah. I also love the fact that we can turn right on red in America. When I lived in San Antonio, of course, you know, 55% of the people down there were Mexican. So there was a lot of just sitting there at red lights with the right turn signal on and somebody leaning out the window screaming, you can turn right on red in America. (laughs) I can remember when it was not always legal to do that. I'm that old because I remember signs hanging above um, or next to the stoplights. That at this intersection, no right on red, or you can turn oh. right on red. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, now in, in Omaha, they have a separate light for the right turn lane to let people know when. Yeah, I've seen that when, before. When they can go, yeah. So that's that's kind of yeah. a nanny state thing. You know, mo- can't we just look to our left and see no traffic coming, then go? <laughs> can't exactly. we do that? Can't we just do away with traffic lights? I think that would be, oh, that that would work out well. Could we just do roundabouts everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Four hours later and on the same street, you're there where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I want do that. I wonder if they can oh, turn no, right I did on notice red in when, Canada. Well, only if it doesn't inconvenience anyone. Exactly. <laughs> but I tell you well, what, though, I, I did what, notice for- that uh, when I when I was in uh, uh, the two times I've been to Dayton, I noticed that uh, you guys aren't big on left turn lights, though. There, I noticed that. Oh, I know. Ooh. And it's a lot of like sitting that. there. A lot of sitting there. It's getting better, a but <laughs> get oh. a two-lane road. Somebody just sitting there with that left turn signal, and you're just back there going, you know, either a left turn light or, you know, not turning left would be nice here. Uh huh. That's one of my pet peeves. People want to turn left when they're holding everybody else up. Yeah, because you got to be places. 
That's right. <laughs> I have I have pe- people to do and places to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, all oh, J Man, can you imagine this? And a four way stop in a Canadian city? Oh, no, you go. No, you go. No, everybody oh, my. Yeah, just waving each other to go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd probably just pull out a line and drive on through and everybody would honk their <laughs> horn at me. Hey, hey now, hey now. That was rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twenty four hour shopping. <laughs> 24-hour shop is a great feature in America, too. Oh, yeah. Being able to go to Walmart at 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Get some ramen noodles. The only noodles. thing is, <laughs> the only thing is, people come to expect this. Because this chick came in at 9 o'clock. I'm walking back to shut the back door, and she pulled in. And I shut the door behind her, and I took her order, and she said, why, you guys close early. I said, no, we close right on time. Now, what do you want? (laughs) Uh It is convenient, you know. Sure. Be able to go get gas at one in the morning if you need to. Sure. I love, you know, the American freeways, you know, beautiful miles and miles and miles of shimmering cement and billboards mm-hmm. and motel sixes mm-hmm. and Bob Evans Super restaurants. Super yeah, okay. Bob Evans. <laughs> Denny's. Got a Denny's Denny? every mile and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Add some color to your travels. That's right. I miss old Howard Johnson, J-Man. I miss the Howard Johnson. Yeah. Are Are there any more anywhere? I don't know. Oh, Howard Johnson. I doubt it. Yeah. I stayed in one. I stayed in uh, Howard Johnson's in Tulsa once. It uh, It was on its last legs. <laughs> <laughs> it was being held up by bed bugs, wasn't it? Yeah. Back. Stayed in a Ramada Inn in Tulsa one time. Uh, oh, that's I was another flying, flying, yeah. <laughs> flying to uh, Vegas. So I stayed oh. at the Ramada and, you know, used the airport shuttle so I could leave my car yeah. there. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, the day we're coming back from Vegas, I call that hotel and they answer roadside inn. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Aren't you guys the Ramada? No. Did you used to be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of motels on the south side of Springfield who have had every name in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you start out at the Holiday Inn, then you become a Ramada, and then a Comfort uh-huh. Inn, and, and then you're a, you know, a Motel 6. 
And then a best in those places are mm-hmm. oh boy. Nights in. The night oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find a night's in that doesn't have a drug dealer in the parking lot, you found a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two star one there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you call him up, hey, you guys got a swimming pool? Sure. You get there and like your swimming pool is not full of water. You didn't ask about no. that part. <laughs> Or if it is, it's green. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some water in it down there, you know. There's about a foot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, there's a lot to know about America. Really, I think oh, I love yeah. everything, everything except the government and cable TV companies. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> America's great. You know who else loves America, J-Man? Who? Slider Ballscock. Oh, God. You know it. Great American. He is, and he's going to tell you all about it. Hi, sports fans. Slider Ballscock here, and I'm getting excited about the Super Bowl of birthdays that takes place this coming Friday. That's right. July 4th is America's birthday. And yours truly will be suiting up for the big event in a red, white, and blue uniform. So put me in, Uncle Sam. I'm ready to play. It's true that, to you, I may be just a sports guy. But first and foremost, your old pal Slider is an American. I think back to those decades long ago when a ragtag team of Minutemen met the British in Boston at the corner of Lexington and Concord and played them to a draw, enabling the upstart Yanks to advance to the next round in the World Cup of Revolution. While George Washington was quarterbacking his team on the playing field of battle, back in Philadelphia, the coaching staff, led by Tom Jefferson, Ben Franklin, and Don Adams, were designing a new play, and on July 4th, 1776, they sent it in, calling it the Proclamation of Independence. Weeks later, in Yorktown Stadium, with the Americans fourth and goal at the British two-yard line, Washington ran a quarterback option, and before being tackled, Washington pitched it to the French sensation, Marquis Lafayette, who went in for the score. Game over. The British were beaten. America was born. And France was broke. So, this 4th of July, take a moment to remember the all-star performances given by those who played on the big red, white, and blue machine of 75 and 76 and give them all a high five to the sky. For IWS Radio, this is Slider Ballscock leaving it all at the backyard cookout and heading out for some fireworks. But for more great IWS radio with Jay and Matt, you stay right there. Vous écoutez, je suis avec stupide sur les network PTR, eh? And he's all over it. He 
he's all American, all American. Yes, he is. <laughs> all American, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Again, you know, educational show. People are learning. Exactly. All kinds of new stuff. Oh, about. sure. You know, they, Go ahead. They, they, don't, they don't really teach you history anymore in school. You have to no. tune in here to hear the <laughs> truth, hear how things really went. I like that uh, the slider's really, uh, he's into bowling, isn't he? He's been hanging out at the bowling alley a lot. <laughs> yes, he just can't get himself out of that bowling alley. <laughs> he's got a thing for Don Weber. I yeah. think that's a bowling well, he, <laughs> he probably, you know, he probably rolls a lot of bullseyes. <laughs> 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 Throws a lot of turkeys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, while we're on a roll teaching people about yeah. American history, <laughs> we should check out Johnny Cash has some stories for us here. Has he really? About the American flag. Oh, yeah. About the American flag. And it's it, this is this is a classic of American country music right here. I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench. An old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat, and I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key sat watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare, and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. She's been through the fire before 
and I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning, we take her down every night, we don't let her touch the ground, and we fold her up right. On second thought, I do like to brag, cause I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. Brings a tear to your eye, doesn't it, Matt? Yeah. And why do yeah. you have a problem with that, Jay, man? Well, you know, I, I don't. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, right? Everybody hates that guy. I, but, I don't. <laughs> but you know, the American flag wasn't flying over the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> and why was that, Jay, man? Because <laughs> Texas wasn't part of America. It was, you know, the Republic <laughs> of Texas. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. And oh, by the way, there was no Texas flag either. It wasn't designed until 1839. Yeah, well, hey, now, come on, it's a poetic license. Right. He also kind of implied that the American flag represented the South in the Civil War. Yeah, I know. I gathered that. That's the same thing. We're all together. <laughs> yeah, We're all one brother and sister. Come on. Well, but well, you know, really, you think about it. It still it was there in in people's hearts, even if it wasn't flying. Just like it was, you know, the American flag was in the Duke of Normandy's heart at the Battle of Hastings in ten sixty six. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> And as they stormed the Bastille in 1789, the French chanted, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> and Slider, Slider made a good point. When you go back to, when he said the French were broke, that precipitated <laughs> oh, the yeah. French Revolution for banking our revolution. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's all intertwined. Johnny Cash, <sighs> King Louis. Great American. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Arkansas's own Johnny Cash. Yes. Yeah. What city was he born in? Uh, what was that little town? I don't know. Born in northeast Arkansas, I think. Over there in Craighead County, maybe. Or near Pocahontas. <laughs> just... mm-hmm. You're on the Google machine, aren't you? The Google machine claims that Johnny Cash was born in Kingsland, Arkansas. In Kingsland, Arkansas, which, just as I said, was South Arkansas, <laughs> Cleveland County. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Near Pine Bluff, which is no more than, I don't know, three hours from Pocahontas. 
Fast State Highway. All right. <laughs> so you were right on it. I was all over that one. Yes, you were. So anyway. <laughs> and we got a few more people have come into the chat room. So I know. Now it's a formed. nice chat room. It's a sexy chat room. It's a Roman candle chat room. And if anyone would like to call in on the Roman candle hotline, it's 661 244-9852. You're more than welcome. Hell yeah. Call us up and celebrate America and let us know if you want to see our rocket's red glare. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I was thinking, uh, well, we were talking about on in our very intense prep session on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, making some uh, people honorary Americans. Oh, sure. Yeah. And of course, I mean, the first one we came up with was Jamie Maple Leaf. If she, you know, wanted uh, to be, you know. Jamie, Stars and Stripes. Jamie, Stars and Stripes, Maple Leaf. It has a ring to oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she said yeah. if I was king, she'd Give up her democracy, J-Man. Well, you know, her quasi-democracy. <laughs> right. Right. I was thinking maybe uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, God. For his... Uh, Why? His goal that... Well, his, he, his goal beat Ghana, which sent America into the <laughs> uh, next round at the World Cup. That was... That was nice. Uh, that's a good he even did. He even did that despite the fact that I implied that he was gay uh, on IWSRadio.com last week. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, it, him being an honorary American and coming to this country, he could have his nails done by a Korean <laughs> woman. So it all works out. <laughs> good. <laughs> Yep. I was thinking maybe every I, single member of the San Antonio Spurs, since none of them oh, are Americans, but we can make them honorary yeah. Americans. Yeah. Which oh, by the way, by the mm-hmm. way, speaking of speaking of that, uh, your friend and mine, good friend of IWS Radio, friend for years, friend for tears, Snake. Yeah. All of a sudden, she claims that she's a lifelong Lakers fan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How did that come up? I don't really, you know, the Lakers drafted Kentucky's Julius Randle on uh, Thursday, and all of a sudden she started talking about what a fan she's been of the Lakers for life, and I was like, uh, you know, it's the first I've heard of this, this uh, Miami Heat fan. No, 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 no. I was just a Heat fan, you know, when I lived in Florida. Oh, really? Uh Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Not when she lived closer to Sparta. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So. Speaking, speaking of basketball, J-Man, you know who I'd like to make a honorary American? Who? Dirk Nowitzki. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mad German. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of a 
Kind of a crazy dude. Big uh, David yeah. Hasselhoff fan. Yeah. <laughs> and what's more American than David exactly. Hasselhoff? Exactly. <laughs> laying on a laying on a floor eating a hamburger. Come on, <laughs> that's America right there, baby. <laughs> I've done it a few times. All the what, while huh? getting videotaped <laughs> by your daughter. See, that's right. America. He's a family man too. He is. And and of okay. course, uh, as as you mentioned on Thursday, uh, we can make Ted Cruz an honorary American. Yes, we. Well, see what Cuban, Canadian, mother and father. The man has no country. He needs a country. He's right. an American he right now, right yeah. here. Just like all the other uh, refugees and. You know, poor and whatever, yearning to breathe free. Yeah, have a glass of water. In America. <laughs> <laughs> a cop to lay on. Yeah. And speaking of uh, of uh, America and Canada, and of course it will be Canada Day here in just a couple of days because they have Before to do this first. Of course, yeah. yeah. But uh, Mr. Bobby Kraft has a few thoughts really? on both the really? 4th of July and Canada Day. Well, he sure does. Excellent. So. Hey there, everybody. Bobby Kraft here for Mild Cheddar on IWS Radio. You know that Independence Day is my favorite day of the year. Oh, yeah, it's true. Just slightly ahead of Christmas Day and the day Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition is released. I just love everything about the 4th of July. I love the cookouts and family reunions and the patriotism and the fireworks. Just every last bit of it. Heck, I even love to watch a Capital 4th on PBS hosted by my boy, Tom Bergeron. He's a pretty funny fella. I'm looking forward to seeing Frankie Valli sing this year, too. He's one of my favorite performers of all time. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Anyway, Sarah Evans will be there, too. Mmm, Sarah Evans. Different parts of me going to be swelling with pride when she's up there, let me tell you. You know, back in the day, after that was on, I would turn it straight over to Pops Goes the Fourth, featuring the Boston Pops. It was on A&E for years before that network went all to hell. And then it moved over to CBS, and heck, I don't even know if it's on anymore. But if it is, I'm there. Of course, I could always go down to Lake Redneckville and watch the city fireworks display. I went down there a few years ago and it was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular. They had a few logistical problems too. The big finale sounded great, but I couldn't see anything. There was so much smoke from all the fireworks blowing up that it actually blocked the sky. Maybe they got that fixed by now, but I just don't know if it's worth it to miss Sarah Evans of Frankie Valley for that. I would be remiss though if I didn't also mention our good friends and neighbors to the north. No, I'm not talking about Missouri. Nobody's ever talking about Missouri, so shut up. I'm talking about Canada. Easily one of my two or three favorite countries on earth behind the USA. They're right there with the Netherlands, South Korea, and Mexico. The exact order changes every once in a while for various reasons, but right now Canada is firmly in the number two spot. After the World Cup, they may slide a little can't make no promises. So July 1 is Canada Day, 
or whatever they call it. It commemorates the July 1, 1867 British North America Act, where Canada formed into a semi-independent country within the British Empire, and thus began their inferiority complex to America. I'm a big fan of Canada. They're good people. I've loved Canada ever since I was a kid, and I would masturbate to Anne Murray songs. I was a strange kid. Anyway, I hope Canada has a great birthday on the 1st, and you guys get your feel of poutine and molten ice and all that good stuff, and I might even celebrate with you by getting naked and watching some Shania Twain and Avril Lavigne videos all day. Any hoodle, shout out to both Canada and the good old U.S. Bay this week. Party on, y'all. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Kraft. As always, bring in the cheese. Hi there, Jamie Maple Leaf here, and when I'm not out and about in the hammer, I'm at home, in bed, listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Mm. Yes, she is. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, you know, those Canadians are going to go crazy on the 1st, that Canada Day oh, I know. celebration. They are wild and crazy folks. Someone might cut in line for a beer or something. <laughs> might. <laughs> Somebody might hit up Tim Hortons twice. There you go. Uh-oh. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. J-Man. Oh, dear. We have Senator yeah. John McCain in the Uh-oh. movie. Hi, friends. This is Senator John McCain. And on behalf of my wife, Cindy, and I, I want to wish the United States of America a happy 238th birthday. You know, my friend and colleague, Senator Lindsey Graham, came up to me the other day and said to me, You know what, John? If you were alive today, you'd be the oldest living veteran to have served in the American Revolution. (laughs) That was a good one. But then, I said to Senator Graham, You know, Lindsay, if you had been around on Capitol Hill in the 1850s, you'd have been President Buchanan's boyfriend. Anyway, on behalf of me, my wife Cindy, and our family, happy birthday, America. And in the immortal words of the recently passed late great senator from Tennessee, Howard Baker, America ain't as good as it once was, but it's as good once as it ever was. Maybe not be good as it once was, but... It's as good once as it ever was. God bless the United States of America. And happy birthday. How? All Princess Pocahontas here. (laughs) When I'm not busy shucking a huge corn cob or setting my beaver trap, I listen to Jay and Matt on IWS Radio. Hey now! Is that a TP in your pants, or are you just happy to hear me?
Yeah. All right. Senator McCain. And speaking of Lindsey Graham. Yes. Lindsey Graham has a great, great idea for us. He thinks that we should bomb ISIS, Syria, and Iraq. (laughs) Well, why not? They're all in the same area. (laughs) If we don't, we'll face another 9-11, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Was he concerned about civilian casualties or... No, no, that's not his no. problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's collateral yeah. damage. Plus, plus, and it just gets better and better for Lindsay. Reality <laughs> TV star and former South Carolina State Treasurer Thomas Ravenel is going to run as an independent in South Carolina yeah, I knew for the that. U.S. Senate. <laughs> I uh-huh. He yesterday he referred to Lindsey Graham as a of the military-industrial complex and establishment interests. Mm-hmm. That wasn't very nice at all. <laughs> no, that's not. We don't like that. Come on. Lindsey <clears throat> Graham. And Lindsey would never talk that way about other people. No. I mean, he'd get a little, he'd get a little catty about things, but he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, he would get a little catty. <laughs> <clears throat> But uh, anyway, shout out to uh, Senator McCain. Thanks for yeah. yeah he's become uh-huh. a regular because you know he had to become a regular because we were the only highly rated show in America he wasn't a regular on. <laughs> but that's right. He keeps a list, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'd like to get Megan on here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that would be nice. Oh. Now she's really not doing much lately, so I don't see why why yeah. not. She could listen and, oh, to another. the show. She could listen to the show in bed with Jamie. Oh, oh she could. She oh, could. Boy, that'd be hot. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, hmm? okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Oh, and Matt, here we go. Yeah. Uh-oh. Goal! <laughs> Mexico. Mexico has struck first. And some guy <laughs> named Julio or Rafael or Jose or something like that. Pedro. Yeah, Guillermo, I don't know who he was, has scored. And Mexico has taken... A seemingly insurmountable 1-0 lead over the Netherlands. <laughs> ah, those dirty damn Dutch. That, that was the original line in Planet of the Apes. Get your hands off me, you dirty damn Dutch. <laughs> friends too much with the Dutch other than guy on your deck. We've had some issues. Uh, no, I have a I have a friend I have a friend in uh, in the Netherlands. Yeah, and, uh, I know you do. And it's it's difficult because uh I used to I used to really like like the Dutch until uh Miss Logan Knight came along. Oh, oh boy. 
She is everything yeah. bad about the Netherlands. <laughs> but anyway, this is about America. And, and when you're uh, talking about America... Then I'll tell you what, Jay, man. Speaking of the Netherlands, you know, I, Thomas okay. Jefferson... It is about well, the Dutch. <laughs> well, no, it's not. But no, speaking of Americans, uh, Thomas Jefferson, you know, he, he did the trifecta, Secretary of State, Vice President, President. He was also Minister to the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, you just spent the whole spent the whole time getting high in Amsterdam. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Hitting up the red light district. Uh-huh. Asking, hey, where's the black yeah. chicks? That's right. I hope they're not all white chicks down here. I'm not even a white <laughs> chick. Exactly. <laughs> where's the mochaccino? <laughs> but when you're when you're celebrating America, then you're celebrating. The old stars and stripes. Oh, yeah. That's right, the American flag. And it just makes you want to sing. It does. And what are we going to sing, Jamie? Well, Billy Murray, grand old flag, 1906. Feeling comes a feeling, and it sets my brain a reeling when I'm listening to the music of a military band. Any tune like Yankee Doodle simply sets me off my noodle. It's that patriotic something that no one can understand. Way down south in the land of cotton, melody untiring. Ain't that inspiring? Hurrah, hurrah, we'll join the Jubilee. And that's going some for the Yankees by gum. Red, white, and blue, I am for you. Honest, you're a grand old rag. You're a grand old rag. You're a high-flying flag. And forever in peace may you wave. You're the emblem of the land I love. The home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats through under red, white, and blue. Where there's never a boast or brag. But your old acquaintance be forgot, keep your eye on the grand old rag. I'm no cranky, hanky, panky, I'm a dead square honest Yankee, and I'm mighty proud of that old flag that flies for Uncle Sam. Oh, I don't believe in raving, every time I see it waving, there's a chill runs up my back that makes me glad I'm what I am. Here's a land with a million soldiers, fast. if we could need them, we'll fight for freedom. Hurrah, hurrah for every Yankee star, and old G.A.R., every stripe, every star, red, white, and blue, that's all to you, honest, you're a grand old rag, you're a grand old rag, you're a high-flying flag, and forever in peace may you wave, you're the emblem of the land I love, the home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats through under red, white, and blue Where there's never a boast or brag But should old acquaintance be forgot Keep your eye on the grand old rag (laughs) 
was hot. Uh huh. <laughs> Again, man. Overflowing with patriotism when I hear that. I know. I was overflowing with something. I don't know what it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your favorite what, American? Who's, who's your favorite, favorite American? American? Of yeah, all your time? Favorite Ameri- of all time. <laughs> no, seriously, James Madison. The uh, di- yeah, the diminutive man who made hard decisions. He would never be elected president today because he's he was like what five foot two, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He looked old when he was twenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. James Madison. You know, a lot of people say Thomas Jefferson and Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guy. Uh, James Madison, I think a little smarter. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of fond of Jefferson because, you know, he did, you know, the, the Louisiana Purchase and rescued Arkansas from the French. So there's that. <laughs> well, and, well, the rest of the United States is not so happy about that, but. That's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just a big Madison guy. Uh-huh. And plus, I like- made tasty, tasty snacks for years. Dolly <laughs> Madison cake. Oh, my God. Oh, Those yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big fan. Much cheaper than Hostess. Uh-huh. Big fan of the little, you know, the little cream-filled cakes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the little zebra cakes. And I like those uh, peanut butter chocolate crunchy waffle things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Talented and woman. Fred, no, seriously, Madison, he, he was around uh, when they were writing the declaration. He wasn't one of the co-writers officially, but he was there in Constitution especially. Loved yeah. Madison, man. All right, then. Yeah. And you? Oh, you know, uh, Madison and Jefferson. and I, I'm a big fan of James K. Polk also. Well, who is it? One that term goes president. without saying. I thought we were just going to do that without saying. <laughs> <laughs> One term president, you know, Mexican War <laughs> brought us California, yeah. Texas, and the Southwest. You know, yeah, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Also, <laughs> a big fan Fillmore. of. Uh, yeah, everybody loves Miller Fillmore. Again, that goes without saying. <laughs> exactly. Uh huh. And. Uh, and you know a lot of uh, a lot of conservatives, uh, Tea Party types, are pointing out that uh, Calvin Coolidge was a. Oh God! Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Much greater Good American old president. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, greatest uh-huh. president ever, Calvin Coolidge. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, I'm also a big fan of Maurice Footsie Brett. Really. Uh, born in Carlisle, Arkansas, he was the first first soldier to win to hit the trifecta. 
He won the Silver Star, the Distinguished Service Cross, and the Medal of Honor in World War II. All of them in World War II. Really? Yep. Yep. Plus, he played football. He played football for the Detroit Lions, gave up football to join the military for World War II because it was safer than living in Detroit. hey <laughs> so which, anyway, is amazing, which is amazing because he played for Pittsburgh. What? What? <laughs> I don't know who uh-huh. he played for. He played for Detroit. No. <laughs> oh, it was safer. I gotcha. Boy. Boy, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> And and uh, and another great American, Helen Gurley Brown, another Arkansan, oh who oh, was she the founder. Of, yeah, yeah, from Little Rock, and uh, you know wrote the book Sex and the Sil- Single Girl, and of course the founder publisher of Cosmopolitan. Yeah, the best friend any teenage boy could have had before the internet. <laughs> God, I always liked the J.C. Penny catalog. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one too. That's helpful. <laughs> they had much better uh, lingerie than Sears did. Did they really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I always remember at Christmas, Mom would get the Sears and Penny's catalog out, and, oh, you got 20 bucks to spend. Pick out what you want. And I'm going through the lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years old. Oh, you want that bra, do you? No, I want those tits. <laughs> what what's in the bra? <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I used to do that. <laughs> that was my porn back in the day. Now it's double cheeseburgers. That's right. And now it's just Google image search for pizza. How we type in greasy cheeseburger, Jay man. <laughs> oh man, look at the ass on that one. That thing yeah, is look loaded. At, look at that one. Double meat, double cheese, tomato. Bacon. Bacon. Special sauce coming right up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's the only uh that's the only Reddit board I'm still subscribed to is the food porn board. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see, what else have we got? Oh here's a great American. Oh. Got great American advice for us. Mr. Cliche Johnson is here this week. Let's hear what Cliche is going on about. (laughs) Well, hey there, folks. Cliche Johnson spouting off for IWS Radio. We're celebrating America this week, and I can't think of a single place I'd rather be than right here. My love for America and appreciation for those that stood tall and led the American Revolution is beyond measure. We dare not forget that we are the heirs of that first revolution. It was during the American Revolution that we first realized that freedom isn't free. And to this day, the American Revolution was the beginning 
not a consummation. Guns, guts, and God, those are the three that set us free, and we plan to live free or die. America is much more than a country. It's an ideal, a shining city on a hill, a dream for many. I'm just lucky enough to have been born in the greatest country on earth. I realize some people aren't as lucky as me, and they're yearning to breathe free. We should all remember a man's feet must be planted in his country, but his eyes should survey the world. And we should be the change we want to see in the world. I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Patriotism is like charity. It begins at home. The home of the brave. Patriotism is also supporting your country all the time, and your government when it deserves it. We can't all be Washingtons, but we can all be patriots. We owe it to ourselves and our future generations to be all we can be and make sure America continues to lead the world to freedom and self-determination. Americans are known for being some of the most influential people in the world. From inventive and innovative products to winning almost 40% of the world's Nobel Prizes, having American pride is just one way of being patriotic and celebrating the history of the U.S. But we can always do more. We should be ever vigilant to ensure the enemies of freedom don't gain a foothold. Defending freedom from tyranny is our greatest challenge. And when America stands tall against any enemy, both foreign and domestic, there's nothing we can't do. Remember, we must all hang together or we'll surely hang separately. You know, my heart swells with pride when I see folks flying the stars and stripes proudly. There's no reason to be ashamed of our love for our country. We refuse to be intimidated or to back down from anyone who would do us harm. Say it loud, say it proud. I love America. When you live in a country like the USA, you can always hold your head high with confidence that while we may have our problems and we may fight amongst ourselves from time to time, America is still the country by which all other countries are measured. And to be completely honest with you, no matter how hard they try, the rest just fall a little short of the glory and the greatness that is America. With liberty and justice for all, this has been Cliche Johnson for IWS Radio, saying God bless America, and ta-ta for now. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! Mwah! Yeah. You all right? The Prince of Platitudes, the Prince of Platitudes, right there, Cliche Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As funny as that may or may not have been, he hits the nail on the head. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> if oh it's my God! May not have been, huh? No, <laughs> no, no, God, no! <laughs> no, that was no. funny. That was funny. <laughs> Cut that out! Cut that out! <laughs> no, no, I mean, he, no, I was listening. I was raptured, Jay, man. <laughs> oh, I bet you were. <laughs> no, I was. I thought I agreed with everything he said. This is the greatest country ever. Hell yeah! Oh. Yeah, I just really know. I don't. I don't really know anybody who could argue with that. No, I didn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody. Your... Even Cana- Even Canadians would probably go. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> or, yeah. no, or better yet, they would go, ah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We have some pretty great Canadians. Yeah, well, they all came to America, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Look at Bill Shatner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's her name who raised the kids from her mom and dad? What's her name? Singer. <laughs> Country singer. Shania Twain? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Shania Twain. Avril Lavigne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wayne, they all come Wayne here. Gretzky. They all come they here. They all come here. And we should have had Neil Diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I... I I downloaded it, but I didn't, I, did. uh, I didn't upload it to the, it, there just wasn't room for it. I had to get, you know, other important songs like Party in the USA in there just in case. Yeah, that's pretty important. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did download, though, J-Man. Yeah? The children's version of Yankee Doodle Dandy. And we need to listen to that right now. We do, and, and everyone. Listen to it closely. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. He stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. Children's Yankee version, Do- huh? Yankee Doodle <laughs> Keep It Up and With the Girls Be Handy? What does that mean? Uh-huh. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Man. And he's riding on a pony. Uh-huh. And then he would. He went to Captain Hooden's camp where the men and boys were thick as pudding. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. This is not good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, you know what's coming. I mean, they were playing a skin flute to start the song. <laughs> you know, I didn't think you'd go there, but, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, keep it up and be handy. Be handy. Yeah. I don't, I don't see... Yeah. 
anything wrong with that. I don't see how anything could go wrong. Somebody tells no. you to be handy with the girls. No. I think this song was written while someone was reading a few pornographic pamphlets. Perhaps written by Thomas Paine. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, well. That makes me uncomfortable. I understand. But I'm still proud of being American. That's all that matters. You can't have a country without a few perverts. Well, I would and hope you not. and I, and you and I are <laughs> not among them. No, even though we get called it on Facebook. Yeah, I know. It's hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know the real us. No, they don't. They're just just projecting is what they are. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I know. They don't know about the quiet times, the thoughtful times, (laughs) the loving times that you and I have. While celebrating America all the yeah. while. Right. <laughs> hey, do you know what the you know what the difference is between an Englishman and a tea bag? What? The tea bag stays in the cup longer. Hey yo <laughs> You know, I thought about <coughs> asking filler diller. <laughs> Phil yeah. Diller. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Diller to do a little stand-up routine. But, uh, yeah, man, yeah. he wasn't well, ready. See, I, I talked, I talked to Uncle Sam, who's pretty grouchy, and uh, his. Uh, oh, I know. And I thought about maybe he could do a, a, a stand-up routine too, but he was just wasn't in the mood for it. His his feet were really hurting. He's he's walking around on a lot of stilts lately. <laughs> He's busy too. He's got a lot yeah. of car shows to do. Right, right. But he did. Uh, he did give me this gem. What's the difference between the English and a slice of moldy bread? I don't know. The bread has more culture. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why don't? Why? Why don't the Brits manufacture televisions? I don't know. <laughs> because they can't find a way to make the TV leak oil. <laughs> uh-huh. I think there's a shot at their cars. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about all he had. <laughs> Hey, did you hear about the winner of the English beauty contest, J-Man? No. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that in hell all the chefs are Englishmen? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, why, yeah, I did. And they're hell on earth, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, would you like potatoes with that? 
<laughs> well, no, I well, you're getting potatoes with that, all right? <laughs> How would you like your haggis prepared tonight? <laughs> Non-existent. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> but we don't have to worry about that because uh, unlike the Canadians, instead of just, you know, sitting down and working out a little agreement where we could be semi-autonomous mm-hmm. within the British Empire, we chose to kick the Brits' ass. And speaking of Canadians, there is a hot, sexy Canadian waiting on the line right now, Matt, man. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi Jamie. Jamie. Been listening to the show. It's been fun. Uh-huh. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Jamie? Are you? Uh, well, I'm are you watching the soft, I'm watching the World Cup too. I'm hoping the Netherlands mm-hmm. score, but it's not looking good yet. Yeah. Mexico's holding firm. So your loyalties lie with the Dutch? Well, not loyalties, but I'd rather them win than the Mexicans. Oh, Oh, really? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, all right. right. What else is happening? How's the AC working out for you, Jamie? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. I have to lay here. I have to lay on my bed with a couple of blankets on. Oh, really? Yeah. And what's beneath that? Me. <laughs> oh. In all my glory. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are you making preparations for uh, Canada Day? Well, we won't be doing anything special. <laughs> It's probably oh, it's, kind of kind of a low-key That's low so Canadian day. of you. That's so Canadian <laughs> of you. Oh, sure, you it's Canada Day. We don't want to make a big deal. <laughs> nah. But I wanted to wish you guys both a happy Fourth of July for Friday. Well, thank you. What are you guys doing? for? Well, that's working. Uh, Jade, you didn't say what you're doing. I'm just going to sit here and celebrate America. Yeah. The of July. That's what that I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, there was something I wanted to talk to you both about. Oh, we're in trouble. In public? No, not in trouble. Not in trouble. I'm just <laughs> concerned about. I'm concerned about your health. Now, I was watching a show uh, yesterday with my sister called New York Med, and there was a urologist on there. Oh. And she was stressing the point that it's very important for men to have erections three to five times a week. And I just wanted to find out if you guys are, are you know, you know, doing that, like, because it's, it's, it's important for your well, health. And also well, your penis can get smaller if you don't have erections three to five times a week. So I'm, you oh know, dear. kind of concerned. I can't afford that. I can't Pardon? afford that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's just assume that Sunday is the first day of the week, and I'm currently on number one for the week. So. <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, I'm just concerned about your, you know, your your health. So. I do appreciate your concern. Yeah. And Matt, you, Did you better... Did you what we're supposed to do with those erections? Well, they didn't say. Oh, okay. But... You're supposed to just have well, I have three to f- just I have three to five a day, but they're short lived. <laughs> well, I think that's great. I think that's really? important. Yeah, I don't know what you're supposed to do with them. She wasn't specific, but oh, that's unfortunate. But, uh, but oh, I know what shows. to do with them. Oh well, then that's all that matters. Then as long as you know yeah, what to do with them. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. say he didn't. He didn't say he does anything with it. He just knows what he's supposed to do with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but as long as you have them, that's the that's the main thing. It's better for your health oh. and your penis that's well-being. Cool. So I just thought I'd bring <laughs> that to the show today. I know it's off topic, but I was just concerned about it. Not really. Not really. No, no. no we're, we're Our health about, and well-being you know, is never off topic. <laughs> we're talking about flagpoles here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about our freak flag flying right next to the American flag. Speaking of freak Long may they wave, or (laughs) specifically, please may they wave. Yes. So anyways, on on the same show, they had a 71-year-old man, and he had a penile Oh, this is going to get gross. Jamie, (laughs) hold on. This is going to get gross now. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead. He had a penile implant uh, done on the show. They didn't oh. show it. It was blurred out. But he <laughs> did have a massive erection after the surgery was complete. So I guess it was a success. So by massive, I mean, do you mean he was huge? Well, I don't know. Did they, they didn't blur show out it, like a the, large? I mean, just, did they blur out the area all the way to the middle of his chest? While he was lying well, there? Well, no. <laughs> when they were doing the surgery, it was blurred out. But when they, when you saw him in the recovery room, he was pitching a tent. Really? <laughs> yeah. And you watched it over and over after the cable guy <laughs> finally arrived and fixed your cable, didn't you? <laughs> well, this, this was last night, and my sister and I, I watched it with my sister, so... She said, you know, it was incumbent upon me to impress <laughs> upon my friends how important erections are for for their own uh-huh. health. Yes, so, indeed. You know, I immediately thought of you, too. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> That's very thoughtful of you. <laughs> so, so it was a good show. It's a show with Dr. Mehmet Oz. Oh, well. So you know how good it is. Did he have any all-natural miracle pills? No. That men can can take to achieve those three to five erections a week? No, he wasn't the urologist. He's a heart surgeon or whatever. What are you, cardiac, whatever. He's a fraud is what he is. Exactly. And you know the heart and the penis are unrelated. (laughs) So, <laughs> not in your guy's case. <laughs> hey now! <laughs> I just mean you guys have big hearts and big erections, I guess. 
<laughs> no, I think you were going to say big hearts and small penises is what I no. thought you were going to say. No. No. Oh, oh they scored. Oh, oh I, should have, scored. I shouldn't have said anything. You could have done breaking news. That's okay. The Netherlands just scored an absolute screamer. Somebody. Some Dutch guy. We do have breaking news. Does somebody it's Mr. Die? Vague. It's Mr. Vague. Hey, listeners. Oh. Mr. Vague here, and here's to American independence. America came into existence through a variety of factors. Some of them were man-made Others were just dumb luck, and a few were actually weather-related. But in the end, history is history, and well, here we are not quite 250 years later, so the United States of America, born on the 4th of July, 1776. That's kind of amazing, and it's fun to say, the United States of America, say it with me, the United States United of, America. of America. Does it give you the same feeling it does me? I was almost certain that it might. This nation was forged by brave men who gave their lives and other men who sacrificed not nearly as much as them, but more than others who, for reasons unknown, died for unrelated causes and were buried along with their names. The 4th of July is a big national celebration, and I'm one of the lucky ones that gets the entire day off. Because as you know, where I work, what's the point in opening? It's not like people would be needing our type of services on that day, if you know what I mean. So, I may have a cookout, or maybe go fishing, or perhaps I could do what I did last year, only enjoy it more. I'm glad to be an American. I don't know if proud is the right word. I have never understood that whole pride thing. That type of irreverent phrasing came up about a history report I had written in the third grade. And as I said way back then, what? Eh, maybe I'll just stay home and order a pizza. You know, that pizza place across, you know, across the way has something of a deal going on. And if you aren't all hung up on how they make them and what shape they come in, eh, their pizza's not terrible. Anyway, no matter what I end up doing or what you end up doing to celebrate the 4th of July, keep this in mind. We are all Americans, and to act any differently would make us foreigners in our own country. And we wouldn't want that. Or would we? For IWS Radio and or their affiliates or any wholly owned subsidiaries they may or may not have. This has been Mr. Vague. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, was he riding in a car while he was recording that? We don't know. It was just a oh. low hum. <laughs> It sounded okay. like a horde of I bees. <laughs> I thought at first I thought he was in a car, then I thought maybe he was in the IWS Gulfstream jet. But uh, oh. but you couldn't tell, could you, J-Man? No, I couldn't. 
I couldn't. That's so. that's the that's the magic of Mr. Vake. He could have been riding on Amtrak, you know. Yeah, but, he you know. could have been. Or in a Greyhound bus. Who knows, really? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? What? The Dutch are gonna the Dutch are gonna get a penalty shot in the ninety first minute. Uh oh. Oh, he misses the next match. That's if there is one. There won't be a next match because Robin is getting ready to put the Dutch up two one. Hey Jay, we're doing a radio show. Oh, this is important stuff, Matt. Hey, how's Smoop doing? Oh, oh Smoop. yeah, she got a new job. Awesome. They got a new job. She did. She loves it. Yes, she does. Is she enjoying working with all that meat and cheese? Well, I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Hello, people. Smoop. <laughs> J-Man, How's your Jamie. New job? How's your new job? Uh, well, um, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> real sure yet. I, I, uh, I came home yesterday, and I'm totally freaking exhausted. And yeah, see, I'm used to be I'm used to being in a desk where I sit, uh-huh. you know, and watch my ass get bigger. <laughs> um, this one, you really have to freaking move. And they had me on it. They had me on it to begin with. But boy, I'm gonna tell you what, I can slice some meat. Ooh, I bet you can, baby. <laughs> I can. And you know, no hairnet. Wow. Yeah. That's what Matt said you get the uh the ball cap instead, right? I got a ball cap. Yep. Do they let you wear it backwards? I don't think they do. Because they want that Kroger thing right out front, you know. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, you better have the name there. <laughs> shit. Do you, do you come home smelling delicious? I, no, actually, I came home yesterday. Always smelling, delicious. <laughs> yesterday, I came home smelling like sweat and, um, you know, that powder that you have on those food-safe gloves. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that little powder on the inside makes it easier to put the gloves on. Yes, it does. Because I think Goal. I went through. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the Dutch just scored. you win. Oh, geez. Yeah, I told you. I told you the uh, food safe gloves, man. They're the one of the great inventions of all time. Well, you win because keep... those are awesome. Uh huh. Uh huh. They are awesome. Are you some at home? I'm sorry, what, Jamie? Are you going to start using them at home? Hey. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I like to have my hands on, in the meat, you know? Hey. At home. Well, yeah, if you're making you're... meatloaf or something like yeah. that, I don't mind. Mm. But, you know, um, oh, you know, when man. you're serving the public, you really have to have gloves. Yeah. Right. You have to try not and to I scratch only... your I... ass much in public. <laughs> and I only heard it one time yesterday. Gloves! Because I didn't have them on. <laughs> uh, 
What about safety goggles? Yeah. Do they make you wear safety goggles? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, damn. I thought maybe when you're, you know, doing the old meat slicer, there might be some goggles just in case a little piece of meat flies up and takes your eye out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the hard part is be being the... on your feet. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would be hard. What seems to be the most favorite, uh, the most popular meats? Um... From what I saw yesterday, um, butterball, deep-fried turkey, Thanksgiving style. Don't ask. Oh, wow. I don't know. Don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just sliced the damn thing up. Hold on, people. So they don't have you dealing with the public? Oh, she's gone, J-Man. Oh, okay. Oh, she finished with us. Well, yeah. yeah. we got to wind it up. <laughs> when she's Matt? done, she's done. Matt? You know, when she's done, she's done. She doesn't yeah. The Netherlands scored again, so it's 2-1 now. I just thought you'd want to know because I think Jay forgot to tell you. Huh. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jay. Yeah. Well, I yelled, I yelled, go a second ago. Well, that's not good enough. I need... <laughs> you know it's what? Over. I'll tell you what, Jay Man and Jamie. If John Boehner, I'll tell you what. If John Boehner was around during the American Revolution, it never would have happened because he would have said, "Oh, don't make me do this. Oh, this is too hard." Yeah. All right. Well, we're within. Two minutes here. We're going to have to wrap things up. Okay. So, thanks for well, calling, take, Jamie. Taking my call. I'll talk to you Happy, guys next time. Oh, Jamie, thanks for everything. Happy Canada Day. Take care. Bye. All right. And Jay, thanks man, for being we're going to concerned end... about our erections. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of hot, really. <laughs> oh yeah. So, Jay, right. man, let's end with this song. A great American song that that you had uploaded. Yep. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest. Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I went a walking that ribbon of highway, and I saw above me that endless skyway, I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. footsteps and the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts all around me a 
voice was a sounding This land was made for you and me There was a big high wall there That tried to stop me the sign was painted Said private property But on the back side It didn't say nothing This land was made for you and me When the sun comes shining, then I was strolling And the wheat fields waving, and the dust cloud rolling My voice was chanting as the fog was lifting This land was made for you and me This land is your land, and this land is my land From California to the New York Island Redwood forests and the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. All right. All right. And let everybody know we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, we won't have a show next week. Two weeks, happy 238th birthday to America. And have a great 4th of July, Matt and Schmoop. And you do the same. All right. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.